I'm the fastest pitcher. First one to the car, I win. No one can stop my PK. I've got the best grade. I got the best jump serve. Best 40 time, that's me. Olympics, here I come. With the Summer Olympic Games opening this weekend, we wanted to bring you a little something special with a handful of episodes dealing with Olympic-specific mental training topics. For this first podcast, our resident expert, Laura Ratto, will dive deep to discuss competition. Competition is at the heart of sport and yet remains a topic that is glossed over but not well understood or trained for. Get comfortable and let Laura walk you through it. Welcome to the first of a four-part Olympic series. In this series, we will be discussing competition, mental preparation, specifically developing a pre-performance routine, handling pressure with a focus on anxiety and stress, and mental imagery, also known as visualization. With opening ceremonies for the Olympics only days away, competition and the act of competing has taken center stage. Today, we'll be talking about competition. What is it? How do you use it to your advantage? And how can you improve it? Olympic beginnings. The ancient Greeks loved competition of all kinds. The first Olympic game took place in Olympia, Greece in 776 BC, when a cook won the only event, a 192-meter foot race called the Stade. Fun fact, that is the origin of the modern word stadium. The modern Olympic Games include a total of 33 sports and 339 events and brings together the world's best athletes to compete and help promote the practice of sport all over the world. The Olympic motto is made up of three Latin words, Citius, Altius, Fortius, and translates to faster, higher, stronger. To become faster, higher, and stronger, we need to compete with others with similar skills. What are some things that we should focus on to optimize our performance when we compete? To compete at the highest level requires a lot of focus on very specific goals. We talked about focus in episode four and goal setting in episode one. Competition is something that is situation specific, meaning that it changes when what you are doing changes. If you are competitive in every area, then you start to lose your focus on the goals that you have set. You want to focus your competitiveness on things that are the most important to you and that will help you achieve your goals. For example, you can be highly competitive in your sport, but not in being the best cook. You're competitive in the things that matter to you. Now that you have a goal-focused approach to your competition, how do you increase competitiveness? Here are some ideas that can be used by athletes and coaches. As mentioned earlier, the first thing to do is to focus on something that is important to you. We can also increase competitiveness by role modeling. As an athlete, we can compete at a high level in practice and during events, no matter the score or situation. Our teammates will see our actions and their competitiveness will increase. As a coach, you can increase the competition of your athletes by setting a good example in practice and games. Competitiveness can also be increased when you're competing against a similar skill level, if you have people watching you, or if you know the other competitor personally. In a practice situation, coaches can set up drills so that players are competing against each other. Creating goals is also a good way to increase competitiveness. How do you use competition to your advantage? Competitiveness is a measure of a person's desire to surpass others. A highly competitive person is more likely to see a situation as a competition, and this can motivate a person to work harder than they would have alone. 
Studies have shown that competition can improve attention in a physical effort task, but are not as effective in memory task. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, when we are doing a physical task, such as learning a new sports skill, then competition is helpful and will improve performance. When we are learning memory tasks, such as new plays or new play sequences, then competition is not as helpful to remember the information. This means that things such as journals and video and playbooks are helpful for athletes when they are learning new plays and should be used before putting the new plays in a practice or game situation. Healthy levels of competition can help improve confidence. See episode five. It can also motivate people to work harder towards their goals. What are some of the problems that we see in competition? Athletes may be having difficulty handling pressure. We will be discussing handling pressure in episode eight. They may be worried about failure, fear competing, or may not want to take risks. How do we combat this? When you're having problems with competition, focus on what you are doing at that moment and don't pay as much attention to the outcome. When you focus on the process, the outcome will follow. To review, the focus four for competition are, number one, competition is situation specific. Number two, Increase competitiveness by focusing on things that are important to you and having competitive role models. Number three, competition helps when doing physical tasks, but is less helpful with memory tasks. Number four, when you are struggling with competition, focus on the acts of competing instead of what the outcome might be. Now that you have the competition snippet, what is one area that you can focus more on being competitive? Choose one skill that is important to you and put together a competitive drill that you can do in practice or with your friends. Use the focus four to be aware of where your level of competition is for your sport and see if you can use one of the techniques discussed to increase it. For more information on the what, when, where, why, and how of competition, contact me at radoconsulting.com. If you or your coaches or organization are interested in talking about the Olympics, hosting a workshop or virtual seminar on this or any other sports topic, please email me at laura at radoconsulting.com. Next week, we will continue the four-episode Olympic series with mental preparation and some key points on developing a pre-performance routine. Have a great day, and I'll see you at opening ceremonies. Thanks for listening to the Sports Mastermind. Your continued enthusiasm for the simple and straightforward delivery of complex sports psychology topics keeps us climbing towards the top of the Apple podcast charts. I want to take a moment and give a special shout out to Grandelli. Here's what they said in their review on Apple Podcasts. Quote, great podcast, easy to follow, understand, very motivating. Thanks so much, Grandelli. Your support means a lot to us in our efforts. If you would like to receive a shout out on a future episode, leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Next week, continuing with the Summer Olympics special, will be a breakdown of mental preparation and developing a pre-performance routine. This is easily one of the most crucial steps to exceptional performance. Developing a solid and repeatable pre-event routine can help you get in the right headspace to perform at your best. So next Wednesday, grab a comfy spot and spend 10 minutes making yourself a better athlete. We'll show you how. Mm